0: Welcome to CyberSynapse, the podcast that's creating connections through cyberspace with candid conversations about cyber and tech-related issues with your host, Kath Nibbs. Welcome to this week's episode. This week I'm joined by Donald Allen. He is another cybersecurity expert and this week we delve into the topic of emails once again. And we kind of go into what cyber criminals are looking for and how to protect yourself and why it's so important around emails. Um, so enjoy the episode and to put a little bit of information out there for if you are a therapist and you are listening to this episode because I might well have pointed you towards it um, Privacy4 um, are now giving away a thousand pounds worth of cybersecurity software tools which are completely free and what we're doing is we're asking you to sign up to the Privacy4 standard um, for which I am the director so I will put this in the show notes and Privacy 4 are asking that once you've signed up that you stay with us for the standard and um, you know you you get this um, whole set of tools that you're able to use to protect your business and effectively keep your emails safe as we're going to discuss with Donald throughout this episode. So this is rather nicely timed Um, and if you head over to Privacy 4 you'll find that you if you have a membership body that you're part of you can email privacy4 and you'll receive a discount code which will give you um up to 50% i think it is depending on which membership body you're with it will give you maybe 50 60% discount off the sign up fee it costs the same as netflix per month and there are so many cpd goodies in there there's data protection policy templates, there's a contract to work with your clients, there's do's and don'ts advice. um, And it really, really has been designed by industry standard experts for you if you are a psychotherapist. And if you're not a psychotherapist, maybe you want to think about these uh, £1,000 worth of software tools, and maybe you want to get in contact with me. Um, because these tools really can help protect your um, your PC, your data, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And Donald will kindly explain that in this interview. So take care. See you soon. Welcome to Cyber Signups. This week, I'm joined by Donald Allen, and he is a best-selling author and a cybersecurity evangelist. And he's also the Chief Marketing Officer for Stale's Mail. And you've got your own website. We're going to get on to who you are, what you do, uh, Donald. Now, I met you through, um, I think it was LinkedIn and via one of uh, my friends, who's also a cybersecurity uh, expert, who's been on the podcast before. Um, But today, first question I've got for you, Donald, is... What is a cybersecurity evangelist? I, I kind of know, but for the listeners, um, how would you describe that? And why are you a cybersecurity evangelist?
1: Okay, thanks, Kate. And I'm glad to be here with you. I'm a little nervous, so <laughs> please forgive me. Uh, okay, cybersecurity evangelist. So I see it uh, as my mission to. Uh, get to people and explain in like plain uh, English. So it's easy to understand how Mm -hmm. ugly things can go in the digital space. So if you are not uh, careful, you can be really, really hurt. And it started with my own story of expression email. So Mm -hmm. I am as you said, the best-selling author. But in 2016, in March, I became number one best-selling author in the whole business category on Amazon. So I was number one business author. So Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) that's why I uh, got some attention, bad attention from, hackers and i get this email one morning so i woke up i go to my uh, smartphone and uh, saw an email with my password in subject line this is email that you will definitely check so i read it uh, and they said okay uh, send us money because we had you on camera like while you were Having fun with adult website okay yeah. <laughs> so I must admit I was very scared, even yeah. though I understood that this is my old password because I use uh, I have my system and if you will uh, get my book that we will talk about, you will get it for free uh, how to create A different password for every website service you use, and actually remember them. It's and you don't really remember them. It's a very interesting system, but you will have a different password for every system. So uh, I almost immediately figured out that this is fake, but it's not always the case. And I uh, started digging and saw that. Some of these emails uh, get really uh, sad uh, results. So one boy in Texas, USA, uh, killed himself, committed suicide, uh, because they actually had a video with him and they posted online. they, he go to his parents, and they go to police. They removed the video, but some of his friends, friends from yeah. school, already downloaded it and uh, posted it uh, in some chat or something like that. So all of the of his friends or all of the people he knew uh, discovered this video and he just can't take this pressure and kill himself. I mm-hmm. uh, got to home, take a rifle and blew his head off. So in this moment, I understood that I need to do something about it because if uh, this boy, let's say, would know that you need to cover your webcam, that you need to... Be careful with your passwords. That, etc., etc., etc. The tragedy uh, could be avoided. So uh, after that, I came across Stales mail and their mission is to protect people from email threats. So make email secure again, (laughs) like Donald Trump, (laughs) said, make America great again, (laughs) make email great again, so I liked it because I had this bad experience with email uh, specifically, and I started my research and started to uh, do interviews with cybersecurity experts around the world, uh, yourself included, and... uh, writing my first book around cybersecurity. Uh, actually, I divided it in two books, Why Email Security Matters, and now I will publish soon The Art of Email Security. So yeah. why? Because 91% of all cyber attacks starts with email. Uh, in all they begins, why? Because we everybody use email, and email is like a front door. Every chief information security officer said to me, "Okay, Donald, email is like a front door to your organization, yep. basically to your life, to your digital identity. If if you are thinking, okay, it's not a big deal uh, if my work email gets hacked, it's problem of my company, but." Uh, every three seconds, uh, identity is stolen online. And if you don't want to discover a, a trouble that you will put in if your identity is stolen, mm-hmm. you should protect yourself uh, because for hackers, it's much easier to get into like 1,000 uh, average Uh, people that are not protected and get from them, let's say a few hundred dollars, but it's already half a million if you, let's say, make $500 from one uh, stolen credit card, one stolen identity. Mm -hmm. It's easier than uh, get into some business and get this $500, $500, $500,000 like in one attack. Yep. They do both, but with average people, it's easier because I don't know why, but in but online, we kind of feel like invincible. So we are invincible online because uh, I think this is because we think that we are anonymous online. So nobody actually knows uh, who is who online, like this uh, uh, meme. Uh, Nobody knows that you are a dog on internet, uh, but it's not true. If they got into your email, they basically will get into your social media. And sometimes it goes backwards. They start with your social media profiles uh, so called social engineering they gather information about you and then they will they know what to write in these phishing emails and how to trick you into sharing basically sharing your confidential information with them. Yes.
0: Yeah, and the, the emails are actually getting more and more, um, mm-hmm. the phishing ones I've noticed are getting more and more like uh, the actual companies than uh, than previously. So, for example, I regularly get um, the PayPal phishing email. Oh, yeah. uh, Big it one. started off that it, was, it would say, dear customer name, you know, and it was really um, not very well put together. And now I'm looking at the sophistication, and the logo is in there. They've even started to put they uh, they're cyber criminals in have
1: they
0: started to put if you think this email is a scam or it's phishing, please yeah get it here. And I was like, my word, they're even now tapping into right. our level of fear, not not just by sending um, an email saying you've been locked out of your account. But also the one underneath is now, and if you think this is something to worry about, please click here. And I think that is the the next level of trickery, which is going to result in people clicking it. And then you open the floodgates, as you're you're kind of talking about, to everything being stolen and and mined.
1: Right. So... uh... This is why I think that everybody should in, be involved in cybersecurity. It's not just an IT problem. It's not even a technical problem, right? So I, from all these interviews, it's like almost a hundred hours. It's almost like a university course on cybersecurity. So, uh, they say all the same, all chief information security officers,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's,
1: it's uh, a human problem. It's people, uh, not, yep. not just a uh, technical problem. So with uh, some solutions, you can guarantee around maximum 80% of security, but 20% is always people. So everybody should be involved. Uh, uh, and... Uh, I don't know if someone on the streets come to you and say okay this is my bridge you bridge you can buy it uh you will not fall for it so when someone asks you something similar online like give me your password uh all of a sudden oh okay your order is uh Will be shipped to you in a few days. Check details, something like that, and you know that you didn't audit anything, etc. 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 There is so much uh, tricks they use. So I urge you to subscribe to Kate, uh, find me on LinkedIn, Donald Allen Cybersecurity. You Google just Donald Allen Cybersecurity. I have a website, dacybersecurity.com. You can subscribe and get updates on new threats and also download free chapters of my book yeah so you should uh, continuously learning. I had this interview with Joe Leonard and he's in cybersecurity like for 20 or maybe even more years, and he told me, okay Donald I'm decades in." cybersecurity, but I know only about 2% of it because it's constantly new information, new threats, uh, new ways for hackers to attack and technology is evolving in very fast. So Mm -hmm. even though he is in cybersecurity for a long, long period of time, he doesn't know anything and, and he understand it so he learns continuously and you should do this too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There is no such way, I uh, no such thing that I know everything in cybersecurity. There is continuous learning and you should do this and I think this is true for every almost every profession these days uh, and even but with cybersecurity, uh, you should uh, be involved even though it's not your profession, even though it's not your some uh, tasks at work uh, you, you, you should uh, know the basics. Cyber hygiene is like, should be like brushing your teeth you need to know how to stay secure online because Basically, we all have cyber weapon in our pocket.
0: Um, well, let, let, me, let me tell you about something that happened last week. So I was on the train uh, down to give a presentation to therapists, and I sat at the side of a senior NHS uh, consultant who was working online using his um, uh, laptop. He managed to lock himself out of his system which I was kind of chuckling at um, because I was watching like the number of attempts he was trying. Obviously, the sh- train was shaking and he kept putting the wrong wrong password in and he locked himself out. And I thought, this is going to be really interesting to watch what happens now. So he phoned the helpline and he said, yeah, it's da 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 person. And he said, yeah, my username is da 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 They then sent him a password, which he then typed in. And he said, okay, um, thank you very much for that. Puts the phone down. He then phoned his colleague and said, uh, I'm just looking at the email you've sent me about such and such a patient who's on methadone, who is looking to. And I was thinking, this is absolutely ridiculous that all of this information is coming out on the phone. But right. I'm sitting at the side of him
1: in public. And,
0: and <laughs> this went on my um, one of my Facebook pages, the Privacy4 one that I run which is for therapists, I'm beginning to think it needs to go to the NHS. He then stood up and said, excuse me, went to the toilet and left his screen wide open. So I took a picture of it. Uh, I have his username, I have his um, the, the department he works in. I have all of this from a photograph that I took from the screen. And I actually sent the, the, um, a message to one of my friends, another cybersecurity person that we know. And I sent a message going, you cannot write this stuff. I am sitting here, 2019, GDPR came out last year and he didn't lock the screen when he got up to go to the toilet. So never mind about the fact that his laptop could have been stolen. Yeah. It was open.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. And uh, this is, again, human error. Oh We all yeah make mistakes and it's uh, number one problem so you should be uh, more careful and people need to especially with business people business owners you should educate every single employee Mm -hmm. and they should not do these things Uh, i want to talk uh, about a story what are the (laughs) ugly things even top management do uh, with email, internet, etc. So I got this story from Johan Nordstrom, my good friend, Mm -hmm. and he's cybersecurity expert and independent consultant. And he is based in Sweden. And and they got this annual conference. I can't pronounce it in... uh, original, but in English it would sound like people in defense, something like that. Mm -hmm. So this is conference for military politicians. Uh, They also invite journalists, cybersecurity experts, and they discuss security, physical security, cybersecurity. So basically they decide and shape the form of defense in their country. And one year they have this pirate party. It's a youth party in Sweden, and they this des- maybe they watched uh, Silicon Valley uh, TV show a lot. And they decided to do same trick. They used Wi-Fi pineapples and installed their own network inside the conference. So mm-hmm. they. Bringing those devices and uh, got this network up uh, like people in the fence, free Wi Fi, and everybody connected it to it instantly. So they gathered like petabytes of information, and some of it, I bet, were. Uh, confidential, because politicians, military, and journalists, they all connected to this Wi-Fi, they all checked email, they all chatted via some messengers, etc, 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 and all of these credentials and confidential information went through these Wi-Fi pineapples and into uh, pirate party storage. So. Mm-hmm. Internet, uh, like I say, hackers do the same thing. When you go to hotel, when you go to airport, when you go to cafe, you always connect to some Wi-Fi network. And I bet in some cases, it's fraudulent. And they stole your yeah. credentials, <laughs> they install a malicious code, Uh, code uh, to your device so please do not ever use free public Wi-Fi and basically any public Wi-Fi network because you can be sure if you do not have some very good protection on your device uh, and VPNs Especially free ones, do not cut it. Do not use them. They need to make money. How would they make money? They will make money from your data. So if you are not paying for the product, you are the product. I, I said it uh, in my book, uh, why email security matters. I got this quote from Romain Button, uh, his CEO at Boost, uh, CISO at Boost Aerospace. So, uh, and it's true. Everybody is in business, and nobody uh, can uh, provide free services like forever and do not ask anything for in return and stay.
0: Uh, afloat
1: with the business business
0: so i'm just thinking donald actually i i've actually done this so first of all i just wanted to clarify for those people who don't know what a pineapple is it's essentially um somebody has created what looks like a public wi-fi hotspot and i've done this at um so when i've been teaching i've actually done this created a system you know let people sign into it and then said to them actually that's mine and then at the, week, at the weekend when I was teaching in the, and it was a big conference center, I sat and I said, how many of you have connected to Wi-Fi? And you get this kind of like, oh yeah, I'm not using my data. And I said, what's really interesting is it's an unsecured network. So you don't know if it's the hotel that set it up or right. take, for example, somebody's come in and put some stickers up and said, this is the Wi-Fi. So for example, you don't know what data they're taking from you. And bearing in mind... You are all therapists, and this is why. This is why I kind of created the product that I did because therapists have really confidential information, and like you were saying, you know, um, the, the cybersecurity realm tends to focus on bigger companies that can afford the fees for security experts to come in and do the training right and i'm noticing that that my profession as uh, as a whole is pretty much not paying out of their pockets because they don't understand realistically the impact of huge cyber security issues so you've actually coined a phrase that i think gary uh, gary hibbard said before you know right. you are the product nobody anything. particularly you know Years and years ago, I think AVG, the first ever antivirus program that was bandied around and people used it. Yeah, it's no longer free because it didn't last as a model. Yeah. Give it away free, you know. And for me, if it's free, what are you actually paying them with?
1: Yeah, right. So I want you, uh, I want your listeners to understand uh, look, even though you think, okay, but they, actually don't uh, work on the product like continuously. They have the product and it's digital and you just uh, give it away and it's okay to like open source. It's okay to be free, right? But infrastructure, who would pay for all these servers? It needs some uh, computing power to get going. Mm -hmm. And if you have millions and millions of users, who would support that? Uh, So you like paying, even if you have free users and you do not update uh, your product, your software, but you need to update it constantly. Mm -hmm. If you even do not do this, you still like paying some money to uh, make it work. So servers get going. And it's not cheap. So every private messenger you use that is free, you just think about a huge uh, amount of computing power they consume. And how can they be free and say, okay, we do not sell your data. We do not do anything. but. How are they making money? They have thousands of employees. They have thousands of servers around the world. They do ads, etc., And they say, stay free, it's impossible. Absolutely. When you are not paying for the product, you are the product. And I heard this from people from HBO, from IBM, from Deloitte, from Capital One, from Xerox, from UNICEF, from United Nations, yep. etc. A lot of top companies around the world, every CISO uh, tell me basically the same. Humans is the number one product and nothing is free, really. I want to talk about that uh, one more a very, very scary thing is business email compromise attacks. So they got out of control and recent FBI report states that it's already uh, $26 billion in losses for businesses around the world since uh, 2015 and we got almost 14 billions in 2019 alone. So they just, they go like skyrocket in one year. What it is, it's uh, with email and your story from the train like fits perfectly. You got this login and password from this guy. So you can log, log in to his email and send to his financial department, okay, we have new vendor. Quickly, we need to send $25,000 or two millions to them. And basically you can prepare to this. You can just read his email for a while and uh, learn how he writes, how he talks to his employees, and then write in his voice. And people fall for it and they send money because they say, okay, it's about my pay grade to not do what I'm told about to do. So they use some tricks like sending this uh, Friday evening, like recent uh, Texas uh, company (coughs) case, they lost 3.2 million dollars in one, Business email compromise attack. So they got this email Friday evening. okay, I go with my uh, from CEO to financial department. you need to transfer this money quick. I will be unavailable this weekend. I'm doing some football training for my son and all weekend I will, will be off the grid. Don't try to contact me. Just make sure it's done today. And that's it. They also become uh, hackers. They become very creative. They use deep fake technology and even fake, uh, they use uh, phone calls with deep fake technology and they pretend to be this CEO. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, you can uh, model voices and be pretty close to original one and yeah. you got this email from CEO from his actual account and then you uh, got a phone call from CEO quick do this i'm on my way to airport i will be out for a weekend so do this today boom uh-huh. that's it how would you not do this so you need uh, some of, of course, some uh, policies and technology to prevent this. uh mail does it, uh, <laughs> by the way, so you can be sure in identity of every sender. But uh, legacy solutions and traditional email do not do this, and you can't be sure that this is your friend or this is your absolutely uh, boss.
0: Right. Yeah, I, it's it is something I. Spent. <laughs> apart from um, when I'm not replying to emails because I'm too busy. So, um, you know, um, that was my apology to you today in terms of I saw your email come in the other day and I thought, yeah, I'll reply to it. And then you just get a a full inbox. Quite often, the ones that I do reply to uh, or or I tend to reply to the person um, is when I'll get an email and it'll go, hi, Cass, and there's a link. So I'll just email somebody and go, you've been hacked, you know, look at your emails, change your email. And I'm just thinking here in terms of, the consequences for particularly kind of my profession many people don't understand and i'm thinking what we might do actually because i'm going off on a tangent is think about what we can do um so i i i regularly tell everybody they need to have two-factor authentication i nearly said two fa then which people don't always understand two-factor authentication and why you need that And yes, it's a pain in the bloody backside when you swap your phone or you go somewhere else to log in and you've got to kind of double check who you are because what we need to do is put obstacles in the way so that this isn't happening because, you know, if, and you're right, if you get an email from your CEO, you're not going to question it right? because there's there's something about, um, and actually it's to do with psychology and conforming and, and kind of why we do what we do in terms of obedience, but. If I received an email from a CEO and it said, "You know, I'm rushing. Could you do this for me, Cath? It's really important." Da 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 da. That's actually the the human error of if I don't, I'll get in trouble. And actually, the cybersecurity the cyber criminals actually are playing on our flaws, on our shame system, on our ability not to understand what's going on. So. You know, yeah. When you talked about the two percent earlier, we know very, very little, and and the criminals are way ahead of us. You know, this is what they spend their life doing: finding different right, ways. Right, right, right. Um, so you know, yeah, basically psychology.
1: Yeah, and I want to uh, finish this with uh, the number one problem with technology. So with email, we use legacy protocols, and basically even with internet. <laughs> itself. Every messenger also works on using uh, TLA, uh, TLS or SSL, HTTPS connection. So it's not safe. Uh, I, I, I do not have time to go into details, but you need to understand that it, it can be uh, hacked easily. Yep. And with email, it's even easier. It, uh, almost all email uh, communication goes through a network of open source servers, uh, mm-hmm. exim servers. So it's like 57% go through those servers, and 95% of them have vulnerabilities because they do not actually belong to anybody and they. Uh, do not maintained well. So they yep. have unpatched uh, software, etc. And patching is like the number one thing you should do. You should always stay up to date with your software. And what this means, what this means, when I send you an email, it do not go like from me to you. It goes through this network of servers, a lot of of um, locations. It, goes, it can go from uh, United States to Japan, then to Europe, then to Africa, and then back to United States, uh, like yeah. Yeah. to my colleague. And on every server, you can plant a code. You can get root access when you became uh, like an owner of this server. And you can read everything. And all emails go in... Text uh, in open text for, format. So it's like a postcard. So would you send a postcard with your okay. confidential data? Do you want your personal emails be read by some hackers in the hoodie or worse, by some criminals, uh, some criminal organization because hackers uh, become like big organization. It's like a business. I I found numerous websites with services. I will hack email, I will uh, plant ransomware, I will plant malware. Mm -hmm. I would do anything online for you and they have this beautiful website with testimonials, videos, sales letters, etc. It's like a new industry. So it's, uh, you should be aware of this. And when you send email, uh, you should always remember, even if it says, like in Google, they use, uh, okay, it's TLS protected. It's not the kind of protection <laughs> that you want to rely on because it goes protected from you to server, but on server, it gets and, uh packed with new keys for new servers. So when you sit on this uh, compromised Exim relay server, you can read everything. Yes. Yeah, you do do not need to do anything. You just sit and read and then plan your attack. And the worst thing I can, if you sit on this server, you can alter your email. They can add some malicious code and you will infect uh, your friends, your family, or your business partners, and your <laughs> reputation would be ruined. So yes. uh, you should be aware. So please subscribe at dacybersecurity.com. Read my book. I talk about a lot of things and give a lot of recommendation. I got from all these uh, amazing cybersecurity experts around the world. So it's like, uh, common knowledge, uh, combined knowledge of uh, working against uh, cyber criminals. Uh, and I tried to come up with a number, like combined experience, it would be like 500 years of cybersecurity experience if I combine all my contributors. So you should definitely check it out, cybersecurity.com.
0: Yes. And that was what I was going to say is actually there's something here about um, some of the listeners not understanding. So I have um, this has been one of the feedbacks um, from uh, one of the listeners was they don't always understand the acronyms. They don't always understand the the complexities of what we're talking about. So it's it's a case of doing a little bit of homework and realizing that you don't have to understand TLS or SSL. What you do have to understand is how do I protect my email account? So right. I've I've talked with um Mike Roberts from Farmer mail I happen to use that particular product because of what it is that I do in terms of a job. Um, but I was just thinking as you were talking, and again, it's one of those situations you could not write. Um, during my presentation, I'd stopped to to talk about something and in the corner on the computer that I was using, so this is where I'd sent my PDF down to the um, the organization and i was in the middle of talking and i noticed in the corner the pop-up box all of the antivirus software was out of date and i i i was kind of looking going wow this is an organization that looks after and are you you ready for this Forty four thousand members at least and this this computer that i was using for the presentation wasn't (sighs) mine and here i was looking at it going this computer's at risk it's connected to the internet I don't know what's on this computer i could have gone snooping um but i was in the middle of the presentation and i just i kind of looked and just went wow we are so far behind in terms of understanding what it is we need to do so right the, the tips that i'm going to take from what you've talked about that um listeners need to know are: keep your uh virus malware software up to date because those are the things that infect your computer Make sure that you use two-factor authentication for your emails. Bear in mind that your emails um, don't go from you directly to the person you're sending it to. So during during some of my talks, I actually talk about how email works and I scrubble up yeah. a piece of paper. And I Great throw it example. to one person and I get them to throw it to, else, throw it to somebody else, throw it to somebody else, throw it to somebody else. And then I'll get somebody halfway through to open it up, have a look at it, screw it back up and that is essentially how email works is, is right. understanding. it can be intercepted read i mean that person could have their own line on and and this is what i do sometimes is i get people to play about with okay so if you change the text in that what would that person receive right at the very end or what would happen if you now put i don't know something in the paper and screwed it up that person's now going to get a virus at the other end so it's it's. i think that simplifying what you've said um because right. you know, we've I mean, we talked about this when uh, you you were you were interviewing me, actually, wasn't it? Is cybersecurity can be pretty boring, so it's finding a way to make it um, right. easy easy to understand for people
1: and entertaining.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've talked well. We've talked at length about that in terms of this this subject is it's one that most people don't want to pay attention to because it isn't it isn't fun and it's right. frightening and it's quite frightening. I do believe.
1: And speaking about terms that you need to understand, some acronyms, uh, when you download three chapters of my book at my website, uh, you will get uh, my glossary from the world book. And it contains like hundreds and hundreds of uh, definitions of terms, different terms. So you will discover what... uh, EAC means, what EAC means, what EXIM means, what uh, black hackers do, what white hackers do, etc. What SMTP is, etc. 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 So all these difficult terms you will discover what it is, EACybersecurity.com <laughs> right. Which will
0: be which will be in the show notes, Donald. Um and, and this is uh, kind of what I'm am actually gonna say now. So um, you know, thank you for coming on and, and spending this time with me but i'm going to put all of these details into the show notes so that people can go and download some of this stuff um awesome. the more yeah the more people engage with cybersecurity protocols the better it will be for all of us um yes you know and uh, having having come full full circle i've also received some of those emails and and it's one of my favorite things to talk about you know that the the email that i received that looked like a Mills and Boone's romance novel, um, but had subtle things in it about, you know, um, and, and you were you were watching an adult website, but then you were turning towards the camera. And that was the bit that made me laugh, honestly, because I thought, well, was I looking at the camera or not? Because <laughs> if I was watching an adult site, surely I would be looking at the camera. Um, so it was almost somebody hadn't quite worked out how to convey this information and yet I'm now seeing uh, the, the new ones that come through in the spam folder, they're getting more and more complex, they're right. more sophisticated, and they are gonna catch people out much easier.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Sometimes they send just uh, an innocent email and you, but it's uh, you, you can't understand what it's all about. It's like from an old friend, but you, you can, can't understand what it's all about. And you reply, what are you talking about? Who are you? Something like that. And boom, you, you, you're on the hook. Uh, so uh, yeah. it's a lot of threads and you need to be aware. I will uh, do webinars and post uh, articles uh, on my LinkedIn mm-hmm. around uh, different threads because there is a lot to explain, like why you shouldn't use any communication inside browsers so even if it's secure uh, service if it's in your browser if it's working in your browser it's not secure
0: yeah
1: why uh, how you can uh, let's say make sure that your messenger is secure is it really end-to-end encryption how how to check this uh, how uh, to uh, make sure that they do not store uh, Information from your chats and calls on their mm-hmm. servers. It's yeah. some easy ways how you can even hack uh, two factor authentication and what uh, two factor to use actually. That you even with two factor authentication, you can get hacked. Yes, you need yeah. to know uh, how to make it uh, secure and a lot of different stuff and uh, I try to make it fun to read and because uh, it's my approach to create easy and fun to read guides for mature minds that seek good advice but not to be lectured so
0: okay well thank you very much for your time and I will put your contact details in the uh, the show notes and you know thank you very much Donald for um, yeah, for another another um, episode on cyber security, I'm sure that people are going to be working out that these are going to keep coming um, because I think it's something that we need to keep 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 on talking right.
1: about. Right, right. Thank you, Kate. It was pleasure. Thank you for having me, and I wish you best of luck and everybody stay safe.
0: Thank you. podcast was edited by Rory Kavanagh, an audio enthusiast and music producer.